I ask you to join with us today to give me your hands and your hearts, to give me your prayers and your help. I believe that together we can make America great again. Sound familiar? And by sound familiar, we don't mean, doesn't Bill Clinton sound like Donald Trump? No, familiar, as in, haven't we heard that on the C-SPAN podcast the weekly before? Well, oh great close listener, you're right, you have. In fact, every clip you hear in this episode of The Weekly, you've heard before. Because this is a very special episode. We mark the one-year anniversary of The Weekly in its new format. Yes, a best-of episode. Wahoo! One year after we began, these are the top ten favorite clips we've played. So put on your tuxedo, toss some confetti, and get ready for marking. One quick note before we begin our top 10 list, a bit of business. These aren't the most famous clips that have ever been on C-SPAN, or the most history-making. And these might be clips you heard for the first time. And that's all fine. In fact, if that's the case, it's a win. Because The Weekly tries to find gems in the C-SPAN video library you might be hearing and learning from and enjoying for the first time, and connect them to today's events. Now, a look back at the new weekly, year one, the year of the clip. Let's start the countdown. Clip number 10. Since we opened with Bill Clinton in 1992, let's continue there. After Clinton won the presidential election, Republican Senate leader Bob Dole said this. So, I think you got some good news and some bad news last night, Governor Clinton. The good news is he's getting a honeymoon in Washington. The bad news is that Bob Dole's going to be a chaperone. Clip number nine. For the 50th anniversary of Watergate, we did a two-parter. So we're going to play two Watergate clips for the number nine spot. 9A, from a 1976 Face the Nation that's in the C-SPAN video library, here's Deep Throat Mark Felt telling reporter Ronald J. Ostrell of the Los Angeles Times that he's not Deep Throat. Well, jumping off the break-ins for a second, you've denied uh, a number of times being Deep Throat, the source that, uh, that Bob Woodward and uh, Carl Bernstein credited for many of their Watergate disclosures. But there remains in some of us the notion that maybe you were a, a piece of it, say a hunk of the larynx or something. <laughs> and what I'm wondering is that whether you want to take credit at this time <clears throat> for helping unmask any of the Watergate cover-up. No, no, I'm, I'm not deep throat, and the only thing I can say is that I wouldn't be ashamed to be, because I think whoever helped Woodward to help the country. And clip 9B, Watergate figure G. Gordon Liddy, opening his radio show in 1994. From Washington, D.C. Radio Free DC with G. Gordon Liddy. And it is I, G. Gordon, known irreverently to some as the G-Man. And this is Radio Free DC, the G. Gordon Liddy Show. And we're good to go and ready to launch this day after the 4th of July. And I've just been handed this from the Associated Press Wire Services, Jericho, West Bank. Yasir Arafat has arrived in Jericho. Fine, let me know when he arrives in hell where he belongs. Okay. For clip eight, we go from G. Gordon Liddy to Catherine Graham, whose Washington Post uncovered much of Watergate. But let's be honest. Great leadership, great leadership is a rare and elusive quality, composed as it is of so many different attributes that must come together at the same time. Intelligence, courage, 
high standards, personal presence, the ability to communicate, among others. I've thought about leadership a lot during the course of this long career at the Washington Post and a lifetime in this city seeing presidents and other high officials come and go. Looking back, I've concluded that leaders seem to fall into three groups. Some people plan to be leaders, some people are born to be leaders, and others have to learn on the job. Now, clip seven. We did a podcast about President George W. Bush in 2008 using lots of words to describe the faltering economy, but never the word recession. But actually, a favorite clip from that episode wasn't President Bush at all, but his spokesman, Tony Fratto. I may be wrong, but I've never heard anybody say the word recession from the podium. Can I just ask you, is that word radioactive, or why, why isn't it said? Uh, the, the, way, the way that we're always asked the question is, are we in a recession or are we not in a recession? And there you have me saying the word twice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But look, I mean, you know, we, we don't make those determinations. And we also think it's, it's um, you know, relatively irrelevant uh, to the, the primary focus that we have, which is dealing with implementing policy. I mean, I don't think the American people sit around and say, boy, why won't they say it? You know, or why, why won't they label what the economy is? We said it's a very difficult economy. We've said it's challenging. We said it, uh, and we've said this, by the way, in very clear and transparent ways, all, you know, all the way through this downturn. We ran that recession podcast as President Biden had to explain his own faltering economy. So let's run some clips related to Joe Biden. Clip six from the 2010 Radio and Television Correspondence Dinner, which featured Vice President Biden. Here's comedian Joe Wong. I'm honored to uh, meet uh, Vice President Joe Biden here tonight. Um, I actually read your autobiography, and today I see you. I think the book is much better. <laughs> Speaking of Joe Biden, when President Biden called Vladimir Putin a war criminal because of Ukraine, we went back and found times when Joe Biden told a story about calling Slobodan Milosevic the brutal former president of Serbia, a war criminal. Like on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2008, Joe Biden in Iowa, running for president, his mother sits in the front row. We call it Clip 5. But ladies and gentlemen, I got on a plane and I flew directly to Belgrade to confront Slobodan Milosevic. And all I could think of was dad, mom, when I head there. Our dinner table was a place where we incidentally ate and we talked. At that dinner place, my dad would talk about how could the world's leaders have given Hitler the respect of meeting with him in public, of meeting with him and giving him authenticity by treating him as if he was a reasonable leader. So I agreed to meet with, with Milosevic on condition. It had to be after 9 o'clock at night, no press, and in his office. And in the midst of a two-hour debate with him, and he spoke perfect English and at a Ph.D., as my dad would say, he was smooth as glass. And we sat there at that conference table of his, and finally, after I was pointing out about the mass graves in Sherbanitsa and what was going on in terms of the rape camps, he looked at me and said, Senator, what do you think of me? And I said to the head of state, I said, Mr. President, I think you're a damn war criminal and I will spend the rest of my career senior tried as one. 
He leaked that. He leaked that to the world press thinking that would make me look small, a mere senator challenging the head of state and calling him a war criminal. But he was a war criminal. Since we mentioned Vladimir Putin and his attack on Ukraine, we simply have to play a clip from our podcast about the language used by Sergei Kozlitsia, Ukraine's ambassador to the United Nations. Here's Ambassador Kozlitsia addressing the General Assembly on February 28, 2022. Clip four. We have been prompted to call for an emergency special session as the level of the threat to the global security has been equated to, the, to that of the Second World War or even higher, following Putin's order to put an alert Russian nuclear forces. What a a madness. If he wants to kill himself, he doesn't need to use nuclear arsenal. He has to do what the the guy in, in Berlin did in a bunker in May 1945. We continue our top 10 list of favorite clips from year one of the new weekly. For clip three, let's stay inside the United Nations General Assembly. Needing no setup nor introduction, from September 22, 2021, here is British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog sang, it's not easy being green. You remember that one? I want you to know that he was wrong. He was wrong. It is easy. It's not only easy, it's lucrative and it's right to be green. Although he was also unnecessarily rude to Miss Piggy, I thought, uh, Kermit the Frog. For clip two, we'll go with another British figure well known to the American audience. We marked the 10th anniversary of writer Christopher Hitchens' death by playing some of his most memorable moments on C-SPAN, including 1999, when, doing stand-up at the DC Improv, Chris Hitchens took a deep gulp of spirit dragged on a cigarette, and sang this song. I thought the real problem with Washington, because if you laugh at a lot of these jokes, you know, it's like Mark Russell with the elephants and the donkeys, or considering Herblock a cartoonist, it's too, it's too sad-making. Have a little ditty about loneliness and what it's like to be ostracized and upset and unwanted and it goes like this it was early last september as near as i remember i was falling down the street in drunken pride when i fell into the gutter thinking thoughts i dare not utter and a pig came up and lay down by me side as i lay there in that gutter thinking thoughts i dare not utter A fair young maid came by and she did say You can tell a man who boozes by the company he chooses And at that the pig got up and walked away And the pig got up, slowly walked away Because what I think you see, maybe, thank you You're very good, you're very kind You're most kind, you're most kind Finally, our top 10 list is now at clip one, our favorite clip of the year, year one of the revamped C-SPAN podcast, The Weekly. 
But first, our reminder that you can find your own favorite moments on C-SPAN using our video library. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top, all for free. Now, we'll play clip one and urge you to stick around after because you still get a bonus clip. Okay, here goes. Because we open with a Democrat, Bill Clinton, hoping to make America great again. For balance, we'll close with a Republican making America great again. But the MAGA Republican is not Donald Trump. It is, of course, Gerald Ford. As described on August 19, 1999, at a tribute to President Ford by Minister Billy Graham. And all of us together can change America and make America great again, as it was under Gerald Ford. Thank you and God bless you. And now the bonus clip. This one actually never appeared in a podcast. After columnist Mark Shields died, we didn't do a tribute podcast to one of the funniest political commentators. We probably should have. And if we had, based on his appearances on C-SPAN, this clip would have been the best one we played. It's from one of his CNN appearances that was played when he sat down for a 2013 interview on C-SPAN. As for Chris Christie, I mean, I, I'm the last person in the world to tell him he should join a gym, but watching him get out of an SUV was like watching the Russians get out of Afghanistan. It took that long. Hope you enjoyed year one of the new weekly. Thanks to the terrific team at C-SPAN Radio that produces the weekly, Shannon Rice and Kate Mills. Thank you for subscribing to us and listening. By the way, if you've always wondered why we call it the weekly, we can now reveal the secret. It's because it comes out every week. We're so glad we didn't call it the four times a month podcast. Please stick around for year two. And as always, happy searching. Happy searching.